guys, welcome to Coffee and Corporate. I'm Kareem. And I'm Jamil. And today we'll be hacking your home office with Darren Dahl. Darren is an interior designer with over 10 years experience with DGB Concepts Limited. Hi Darren, how are you doing? Hi, hi everyone. I am Darren Dahl, as previously introduced. Um, I'm an interior designer based in Trinidad and Tobago. Uh, we're going to be 10 years this year, so I've been doing this for about 10 plus years. Okay, so Darren, so what are some of the styles and um, companies you've worked for as an interior designer in Toronto and Tobago? Alright, so my main style, I mean, I'm asked this quite a lot in terms of what is my style. I have a transitional style. I am not, I try to go in between everything, so transitional is between modern and being um, traditional. Because I have a lot of clients who want modernity. However, when you present modernity, they run. So <laughs> I have to find that balance between their traditional liking or what they know right. and adding something fresh and new and, and, con and contemporary and those different things. In terms of companies I've worked with, we started working in the corporate world in 2017 mm -hmm. with properties and eastern credit union they were our institutional client for quite a number of years actually so we did a few executive suites for them which they rent out as airbnbs we did some offices we did over the auditorium the the famous La, the famous la jolla auditorium right. um even offices above the auditorium etc quite a few of our projects happened as the pandemic started and uh, that was very interesting Right. Start, work was on hold it resumed on hold again budgets mm. changed, people changed ideas changed because everyone started to work from home so the ideas for particular offices right was not needed anymore yeah. and it was quite an interesting experience and uh, we had to literally adapt and sit back and and and, and listen to what the clients wanted and uh, just give our, our best. I mean, I posted the work on Instagram and Facebook. People loved it. So I guess we did a good thing in, in the middle of um, craziness. Awesome. Okay, so you said something so vital. You said, you know, as the pandemic evolved, persons began to work from home. What, what is the sense on the ground in terms of your clients and having to design a space that is comfortable yet productive? I know working from home was tedious for a lot of us in 2020 because we were suddenly thrown into that. And then when things started to reopen in 2021, you had to return to work and I heard the agony and I heard the groans. So yeah. a lot of us wanted to go back to working from um, home because we had already fallen into this routine. As 2022 came along, I mean, some people go to work two, three days a week and um, so forth. Um, I know there's anxiety going back to offices as opposed to working from home for a lot of people. I guess the anxiety from working from home is if you have children, if you have cousins, if you have siblings that are in school, it can become quite a calamity because one of the things um, a lot of us have fallen into wanting open concept homes. Yes. And when you have an open concept home and you have two children or two younger siblings and you have to work from home and your bedroom is not con conducive and you now have to work outside maybe on the dining table or maybe in your little nook everyone is talking everyone is watching each other everyone is distracting each other mm -hmm. and uh, it can become a bit tedious and frustrating for some 
I mean, a lot of us have fallen into a, a routine when it comes to working from home and, and having a designated space for that makes life so much easier because you become a little more productive. Maybe you work, maybe you take a nap, like you can leave your desk, go take your nap, etc. Come back and churn out some more work, etc. Oh, actually, I want to touch on that a little bit and maybe you can help me out with that scenario. Mm-hmm. So I had a situation where I was working from home and uh, it was difficult for me to transition from work to being at home. So if my work would end at, let's say, four o'clock, right. my mind was still in the space of being at work, even though I was home. Of course, there would have been articles that were published before that would have spoken about the increased amount of productivity that would have come from persons who were working from home. And personally, I believe that that's one of the reasons why they didn't have that off switch. So from a design perspective, it would be interesting to find out how that can be probably avoided or what can be done to deal with that. That's a great question slash point slash observation because um, <laughs> that is something very important that a lot of us probably don't even pick up on and uh, I think be- beyond us choosing our great location at home and sitting maybe in a corner in our rooms or our um, living area etc is a lot of mind conditioning I gather so we have our desks we have these different things maybe we try something different at the end of the day we um, close our laptops we um, remove certain things from the workspace get into the shower uh, change the clothes just the just the activity that we would have done if we had just come from the office and uh, see how that turns uh, or, or or guides us in our thinking and our operations etc because i mean if i am working at home and i have an issue turning off I am not sure how much I can do outside of now having that different mind condition, I guess, um, to change my modus operandi, if, if that makes sense. Yeah, that, that makes perfect sense. What are some tips would you recommend as an interior designer for persons to have budget-friendly home offices? You know, where do you go if you're just, you know, beginning your... You want to have that beautiful space, but it, it, it needs to be budget friendly. Where do I start? I mean, budget friendly. Um, I would make a joke and say not in Trinidad, but <laughs> <laughs> um, but yes, there are ways that we can do this. I mean, a lot of us have different pieces of furniture. A lot of us have different things at our home that we can repurpose, reuse and recycle. Those are some pretty and those are some fun words that we like to throw around a lot um but then when we're working from home um a lot of home projects were increased etc and uh, we we would have had a desk or we would have had something outside that we said wait i can probably use this as my desk instead of using my dining table or instead of using my bed and you have that done outside of that there are writing desks that we can purchase mm-hmm. um on the um, cheaper end of the spectrum because you don't need this executive desk to fit first and foremost you don't have the space in your bedroom right and a lot of us barely have the space to, to dance in our bedroom much less find space for a big desk so if you have a writing if you have a writing desk that's perfect you customize it with your beautiful home accessories things that make you happy things that make you smile mm-hmm. um if it means changing the color of your bedroom because a lot of us don't understand that the color of the room guides how we function 
it calms us down it de it de-stresses us it causes our heart rate to lower so colors like blues and light greens those colors are calming and soothing and and i have been known to add those colors to different offices and different spaces that i do i think almost every project that i have done there's some some form of blue in that space because stress kills and right. we don't need we don't need extra stress especially now so you find different items that has the blue or has the green but i mean there was sometimes a lot of us were into the terracotta and the burnt orange and all these different accent colors and i guess it worked at that point because i don't think any of us were actually thinking about how it made us feel mm -hmm. as opposed to it just looking good but now that we are in this intimate space and we are here for seven hours for instance i met with a client the other day and she's in this she has this nook probably about 30 inches wide and she has this chair and the first thing i asked her was are you comfortable mm. and her question is no so yeah. i'm on a mission to find her a chair that is ergonomic but also looks good in her bedroom as opposed to just a random office chair one of the major aspects of creating a home office that i would say invest in a good chair and always invest in a good chair if we are able to get a cheaper desk and and we position ourselves by a window and we have that natural light there let us get a chair um, do the research, find out about this chair, make sure it's ergonomic because you're sitting there for maybe approximately seven hours, eight hours a day. And there's always something that um, I was re reading earlier about form over function. Yes. Um, and a lot of us love to buy things that, you know, it looks pretty. I'm an advocate for that 100% <laughs> function over fashion. Yes, I... That's one of my principles in my design, uh, comfort and functionality. And functionality is big on that, on that list because just like the same client I was just talking about, she, the chair was pretty, it was a loose side chair and it looks good, but then for functionality, it's just, it's hurting her back. And so she's having so many different experiences after uh, because the chair is pretty. So right. her back is changing her, 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 everything. Like she's just, she's not comfortable in the space that she has been in for the last year and a half, two years. Wow. So, yeah. Diana, I heard you talk about um, a couple of things before even, I mean, speaking about the chair, which is, I mean, so real. Um, it's also about being real and being practical about the space that you have. Yes, yeah. So if your desk is too high, that's a problem um, when it comes to you typing. If your desk is too low, that's also an issue. If your chair is not ergonomically functional, you feel it. You may not feel it today, you may not feel it tomorrow, but in the long run, you're definitely going to feel it because your back is going to be hurting. You want to know why you think it's the way you sleep. Um, it could also be the way you sleep, but you spend seven, eight hours on an uncomfortable chair and you are there. First and foremost, a lot of us sit on our behinds or no on on our backs so we have terrible posture mm -hmm. and when we sit on certain chairs uh <laughs> it just lends to that <laughs> so we are there working and we are sliding and we are sliding and we are sliding and there we are typing and working and then a lot of us our laptops are on the desk and our heads are facing down and there we are watching it instead of having our laptops elevated 
to be at eye level. That's one of the major misconceptions or misses that we have that when people are working from home. So I see a lot of people, you're typing and you're bending and you're bending and then at the end of the day, your neck is hurting you. So added to getting a good chair, we need to also ensure that our computers and laptops, etc., they are elevated. If you can't afford to get one of those mechanisms, like I've seen those metal trays or, or, or those yeah. wooden trays and these different things, stack some books. Um, even Oprah, even Oprah stacks books. Really? She, she does not have those. She has not. I Well, I haven't seen her use any fancy mechanism. I see a bunch of books. So like when she has her podcast or, or yeah. any of those things that are recorded, she has a stack of books and there is her laptop watching her at eye level because yeah. her neck can't go down or up. Mm -hmm. Like it's when, when we begin doing these things, you will see how different our lives become, like the um, quality of life. Yeah. Because it's all about um, just ensuring that we have the proper uh, function in our spaces. Um, so you see, if we have to use our dining table, we stack up books on top of the dining table. If you are fortunate enough to have a kitchen island, just shift from different spaces. Um, there's also that the standing desks. So if you are able to afford a standing desk, that works like wonders because mm, you, you put a timer on it every hour it starts rising so guess what you have to start rising too okay so you are standing with this desk and you stand for 15 minutes 30 minutes whatever and then the desk comes back down and you sit down so it gives you that opportunity to exercise and okay. and, and just have circulation because even our smart watches and stuff tell us when it's time to stand mm -hmm. so those desks have become I think during this work from home scenario, those desks have definitely been a hot seller. I saw them selling here at Standard and then after a while they were no longer there because I guess they were sold out um, because people started learning about them and hearing about them and doing their research. Right. Um, they are very functional. They are, they are definitely worth the buy. So I, 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 I'm hearing what you're saying and um... I'm really enjoying this conversation and um, I want to kind of pivot a little bit. Now, if we're honest, especially in our context, most offices are not designed for form. They are more designed for function and it kind of reinforces the whole stereotypes that workplaces are usually dull and boring and more stressful um, environments. Uh, um, why I'm pivoting because I really I, I think I want to uh, link the two um, in terms of the importance of beautifying our workspaces, not just home, but in the corporate environment as well. When we come together, as we transition back into the office space, whereby we see, you know, very large international companies, Google, Facebook, they have these beautiful office spaces. I mean, I think you've seen them, Darren. Beautiful. Um, they blend form and function, right? And it lends itself to productivity it boosts morale it boosts confidence within employees how can we incorporate some of those principles because we may not have the resources to do it as you know wide and beautiful as as those companies but what advice would you give to um employers or you know businesses to help employees transition into the workplace and feel more connected in the workplace with a beautiful concept a beautiful layout i mean you call companies that 
have a younger generation at the helm right um, that is first and foremost um majority of us work in a public sector or something that in in a space that is controlled that is out of the out of a boss's control um but then when you have the private or um, corporate entities you see a difference when the upper management are a bit younger mm-hmm. um i mean i know some people would take offense to that but it's true it's true yeah um, for instance when i did epl's office i mean and i can talk about that the a lot of this the upper management they are younger folks even who was at the who was who held the highest office at that time mm-hmm. was uh, wasn't a, he wasn't an aged person right. but there were he he had the mind for revolution and 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 creating a happy space or a functional space for his staff mm-hmm. uh so when we did that space i i the only thing that he wanted was carpet because he didn't like the um to hear clacking of heels which was all right but but they got new furniture you had i did uh work in the lobby area where i did a um, plaster finish and you just created a nice space so when you walk in there you felt okay to go to work Mm -hmm. as opposed to that drabby space where you have these uh stop and go cubicles all of these things that are just that just normal Mm -hmm. and um I distinctly remember when we had to do another part of the office for let's say the accounts department and I did it for them one of the employees from downstairs said this is the Hilton so that's how wow. she felt coming upstairs looking at this because even though her space was done merely a year and a half before right upstairs now has a different feel mm-hmm. because I added, I was able to add wallpaper mm-hmm. and have glass offices and and just an open space and just a nice feel we added diffusers so there's always a nice scent coming out scent. of the office exactly and it just like you felt happy going into that space yeah so everyone su- um, suddenly had to visit their accounts department <laughs> <laughs> but i'm just thinking about like the spaces that you mentioned like the facebook the google different places in um california and those other things like some people look at it as a waste of money they look at it as a waste of time they look at it as a waste of of resources mm-hmm. when fruit and in fact it it boosts employee morale it does i always say why can't your employees just be happy to go to work exactly why just like like answer that question if you can't answer that question therein lies the problem Jeez. like why why can't we get proper chairs that work why are the chairs broken why are the visitors chairs bu- um, busted up why am i seeing a uh, uh, foam coming out of chairs why am i seeing one arm broken mm. why are this happening and why are they allowed to stay like that for so long yeah right uh those are the questions that i would pose to some of these employers um, because you would hear the grievances from the employees over and over and over and over but then is it that the employers just don't hear it or they don't take it on oh they don't take it on i i love it well darren we just want to wrap up pretty soon because this has been such a powerful discussion and i i can't wait to have you back on this podcast so many things you said you know diffusers in the office those things help with your sense of smell um incorporating art incorporating comfortable chairs ergonomic chairs all these things help um boost your employee morale and productivity Baby, you had something to say? Yeah, um, I think 
there's a lot to be said about the lack of exposure so where we would have mentioned google we would have mentioned facebook and these different environments um i think that persons are really just becoming aware of what goes on outside of trinidad and tobago when it comes to the work environment you think so yeah sarah what do you think um, I think it's a mix of both. Some people, I well, definitely, there are some folks who are now becoming aware, mm-hmm. whilst there are others who just don't care. They don't care. Mm-hmm. I think because it's more like they their bottom care. line is their main concern is their is their bottom line. Yes. If their employees are coming to work and and they are making them money, then what are you complaining about? Be yeah. thankful you have a job. Be thankful that you have somewhere to sit. You know. Mm-hmm. Those are some of the thoughts and some of the words that have that have been thrown around. Yeah, I mean, I, 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 can, I, can, I, I can understand those who are now becoming aware, but if you're now becoming aware of these of these things, I feel you're in the wrong position. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. I, I agree with you 100%. I think ge- there's a general feeling like they don't care and they're not concerned about people or even the planet. They're just concerned about profits at the end of the day. Do you have anything else you want to say before we play this game? No, no, I'm good. Um, I just want to thank you, Darren, for your your view and your vision and your expertise in this matter. Um, I think a lot of people are going to benefit from, you know, what you've shared today. And hopefully, you know, we can change some lives as it relates to just the, the environment in the home, the approach to work, and maybe even some employers' outlook on what we really would like to have as employees in the workspace and the benefits that it can bring on a whole. Right? So... Okay, Darren. So this is a 30-second game. It's a speed round, and you have to answer as quickly as possible. This is us trying to get to know you more than just a designer, okay? Right. All right. So, coffee or tea? Tea. 80s music or 80s movies? 80s music. Almond milk or oat milk? Neither. Really? (laughs) Tennis or golf? Tennis. Instagram or TikTok? And uh, TikTok, I've, yeah, I've fallen in love with TikTok. Yeah, really. <laughs> I okay. I spend hours cackling on TikTok. Yeah, I know. I hate it really, really, really. Well, it, it does make me bipolar because I am there. One moment I'm crying, and the other moment I'm laughing. Oh my god! So <laughs> there are sad videos, and then there are absolutely hilarious videos. But yes, yeah, TikTok. True. Okay. Um. Let's see. HBO or Netflix. Right now, none. Actually, yes, HBO Max. Let's let's say that. Let, let me add an extra level to that. Okay. All right. Pizza or pasta? Mm, pizza. Ice cream or cake? Cake. Beyonce or Rihanna? Hmm. Rihanna. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I am with you. Thank you very much, Darren. You have anything else you want to say before we close? Um, no, I, I, I am grateful for this opportunity to be a part of your podcast and share this insight. Um, I look forward to being with you all again. Um, and I mean, if anyone wants to find me, they can locate me at DGB Concepts on all platforms. And uh, yeah, I look forward to speaking with you all again. Thanks, Darren. So you guys can find Darren on DGB Concepts on Instagram or Facebook. Thank you, Darren. Thank you so much for having me.
Bye, guys. Bye-bye.